0: Improv jazz band.
1: Yeah, improv jazz band mainly. We'll mainly be playing Take the A-Train. Hello Dolly. Most of those pieces are actually when the scenes come marching in. Run. Phil. We're uh,
0: good to go and I can record. No, I,
1: I um will pop up in a few more sections. But anyways, so um I have to do some improv dancing for it. So um I have to say Phil's choice today is Watch if you have watch the King George the Third bits on Hamilton. Mm-hmm. If you watch the Broadway musical or just we're there
0: at the recorded twenty fifteen yeah, uh, thing.
1: Yeah, or get like yeah, but King George was pretty funny. <laughs> okay, but anyways, Uh I need to go, so just let me. He'll be recording
0: uh, outside of. The, he'll be practicing outside of the recording studio, not at the recording studio. He'll be practicing outside. I guess that's all, folks. Uh, well, yeah. I guess we're gonna start now. Okay. Okay. Phil will be moving his chair over. Oh, out of the room.
1: Yeah, I need to just do it.
0: Uh, let's see, chapter six, I mean, uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, and uh, we'll be reading chapter eight, called The Potion Master. There, look, where? Next to the tall kid with the red hair, wearing gl- the glasses. Did you see his face? Did you see his scar? Whispers followed Harry from the moment he left his dormitory the next day. People lining up outside the classroom stood on tiptoes to get a look at him, or doubled back to pass him in the corridors again, staring. Harry wished they wouldn't, because he was trying to concentrate on finding his way to classes. There were 142 staircases at Hogwarts, wide sweeping ones, narrow rickety rickety ones, and some that led somewhere different on a Friday, some a vanishing step halfway that you had to remember to jump. Then there were doors that wouldn't open unless you asked politely or tickled them in exactly the right place and doors that weren't really doors at all but solid walls just pretending it was also very hard to remember where anything was because it all seemed to move around a lot the people on the porches kept going to visit each other and harry was sure the coats of armor could walk the ghost didn't help either it was a nasty shock when one of them glided suddenly through a door that you were trying to open Nearly Headless Nick was always always happy to point new Gryffindors in the right direction, but Peeves, the poltergeist, was worth two locked doors and a trick staircase if you met him when you were late to class. He would drop waste paper baskets on your head, pull rugs from under your feet, pelt you with bits of chalk, or sneak up behind you, invisible, grab your nose, and screech, GOT YOUR CONK! Even worse than Peeves, if that was possible, was the caretaker, Argus Filch. Harry and Ron managed to get on the wrong side of him on their very first morning. Filch found them trying to force their way through a door that unluckily turned out to be the entrance to the out-of-bounds corridor on the third floor. He wouldn't believe they were lost, was sure that they were trying to break into it on purpose, and was threatening to lock them in the dungeons when they were rescued by Professor Coral, who was passing. Filch owned a cat. ...called Mrs. Norris, a scrawny, dust-colored creature with bulging, lamp-like eyes, just like Filch's. she patrolled the corridors alone, break a rule in front of her, put just one toe out of line, and she'd whisk off for Filch, who'd appear wheezing two seconds later. Uh... Filch knew the secret passageways of the school better than anyone, except perhaps the Weasley twins, and could pop up as suddenly as any of the ghosts. The students all hated him, and it was the dearest ambition of many to give Miss Norris a good kick. And then, once you had managed to find them, there were the classes themselves. There, There was a lot more to magic, as Harry quickly found out, than waving your wands and saying a few funny words. They had to study the night skies through their telescopes every Wednesday at midnight and learn the names of different stars and the movements of the planets. Three times a week, they went out to a greenhouse behind a castle to study herbology with the dumpy little witch called Professor Sprout, where they learned how to take care of all the strange plants, fungi, and found out what they were used for. <coughs> Easily the most boring class was History of Magic which was the only one taught by a ghost. Professor Binns had been very old indeed when he had fallen asleep in front of the staff room fire and got up the next morning to teach, leaving his body behind him. Binns droned on and on while they scrib- scribbled down da- names and dates and got Emmerich the Evil and Eric the Oddball mixed up. Professor Flitwick, the charms teacher, was a tiny little wizard who had to stand on top of a pile of books to see over his desk. At the start of their first class, he took a roll call, and when he reached Harry's name, he gave an excited little squeak and toppled out of sight. (sighs) Professor McGonagall was again different. Harry had been quite right to think that she wasn't a teacher to cross. Strict and clever, she gave them a talking to the moment they sat down in their first class. Transfiguration is some of the most complex and dangerous magic you will ever learn at Hogwarts, she said. Anyone messing around in my class will have to, will leave and not come back. You have been warned. Then she changed her desk into a pig and back again. They were all very impressed and couldn't wait to get started, but soon realized they weren't going to be changing the furniture into animals for a long time. After taking a lot of complicated notes, they were each given a match and started trying to turn into a needle. By the end of the lesson, only Hermione Granger had made any difference to her match. Professor McGonagall showed the class how it had gone all silver and pointy and gave Hermione a rare smile. The classroom had, the class everyone had really been looking for was Defense Against the Dark Arts, but Quirrell's lessons turned out to be a bit of a joke. His classroom smelled strongly of garlic, which everyone said was to ward off a vampire he'd met in Romania and was afraid would be coming back to get him one of these days. His turban, he told them, had been a gift had been given to him by an African prince as a thank you for getting rid of a troublesome zombie. But they weren't sure they believed his, this story. For one thing, when Seamus Finnegan asked eagerly to hear how Coral had fought off the zombie, Coral pink and pink started talking about the weather. For another, they had noticed a funny smell hung around the turban, and the Weasley insi- twins insisted that it was stuffed full of garlic as well, so that Coral was protected wherever he went. Harry wasn't relieved to find out that he wasn't miles behind ev- Everyone else. Lots of people had come from muggle families, and, like him, they ha- hadn't had any idea where they were witches and wizards at all. Just witches and wizards, according to this book. I think that might be a typo. There was so much to learn that even people like Ron didn't have much of a head start. Friday was an important day for Harry and Ron. They finally managed to find their way down to the Great Hall for breakfast without getting lost once. What have we got today? Harry asked Ron as he poured sugar over his porridge. porridge? sugar onto his porridge double potions what's the Slytherins said Ron Snape's head of Slytherin House they say he always favors them we'll be able to see if that's if it's true Mr. McGonagall always favored us favored us said Harry Professor McGonagall was head of Gryffindor House but it hadn't stopped her from giving them a huge pile of homework the day before just then the mail had arrived Harry had gotten used to this by now, but it had given him a bit of shock on the first morning when about a hundred owls suddenly streamed into the great hall during breakfast, circling the tables until they sat there until they saw their owners and drop and dropping letters on, and packages onto their lap. Hedwig, having brought, which McGonagall favored us, said Harry. Professor McGonagall was head of Gryffindor House. Oh wait, I read that. Just then the mail had arrived. Just then. The mail arrived. Harry had gotten, wait, but it hadn't stopped. Yeah, here I am. Uh, But it hadn't. Oh wait, wait. I read that. Just then, the mail arrived. Harry had gotten used to this by now, but it had given him a bit of a shock on the first morning when about a hundred owls had suddenly streamed into the Great Hall during breakfast, circling the tables until they saw their owners dropping letters and packages onto their laps. Hedwig hadn't brought Harry anything so far. She sometimes flew in to nibble his ear and have a bit of toast before going off to sleep in the hour with the other swallows. This morning, however, she fluttered down between the marmalade and sugar bowl and had dropped a note onto Harry's plate. Harry tore it open at once. It said, Dear Harry, I know you get Friday afternoon's off, so would you like to come and have a cup of tea with me around three? I want to hear all about your first week. Send us an answer back with Hedwig. Hagrid. Harry had borrowed Ron's quill and scribbled, yes please, see, yes, please, see you later on the back of the note, and sent Hedwig off again. It was lucky that Harry had tea with Hagrid to look forward to, because the potions lesson turned out to be the worst thing that had happened to him so far. At the start of Term Banquet, Harry had gotten the idea that Professor Snape disliked him. By the end of the first potions lesson, he knew he'd been wrong. Snape didn't dislike Harry, he hated him. Potions le- potions lessons took place down in one of the dungeons. It was colder here than up in the main castle. Oh, Phil, you're back from your jazz routine yeah, it
1: was practice. Chris- yeah, it was Christina Roberts. So Hi. Yeah. I'm Christina Roberts. Yes, yeah, so, so I guess um,
0: you can take over and I'll do my uh chamber uh, orchestra practice.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. So um Hi all. Yeah. So um uh, what is your favorite instrument to play? Oh, if there's anything I can do to make your stay comfortable at our recording studio, I can fluff a pillow from the couch. Oh, yes, yeah, so... There are some pillows. Next thanks. here. Okay, so, I um, uh, Now, bye, everyone. Okay, Sam. Okay, so, what instrument do you play again? I play the oboe. Yeah, so you're the conductor in my jazz band.
0: Yes, I am. I started by playing the oboe. And oh yeah, then in
1: another jazz band.
0: In another jazz band, and as I got better, I you became said, a
1: conductor. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted uh, Christina. Uh, Christina did drop by, yeah, because we were just walking by the aisle. Okay, thank you. Bye. bye, bye. Have a nice day, Christina. Thanks. You too. Bye, Phil. Bye, Christina. Okay, folks. So that was Christina. She's really nice. I do have to say. There's literally no problem. There's literally like that's why our jazz band is so successful. So, anyways, where was Sam? I want to hear all about your first week. Send us an answer back with head with Hagrid. Mm. So is that where, uh, I'm not sure if that's where you left off, I think that's where you did, so, I'll start there. So. Yeah. That's me too. Anyways, Harry borrowed Ron's quill and scribbled yes, please, see you later on the back of the note and sent Hedwig off again. It was lucky that Harry had tea with Hagrid to look forward to because Potion's lesson turned out to be the thing—the worst thing happened to him so far. At the start of term being what Harry had gone the Perse- with that for Professor for for Snape disliked him. By the end of the first potions lesson he knew he'd been wrong. Snape didn't dislike Harry. He hated him. That is true. Actually that's not true. Um there's a spoiler on the Deathly Hollows he's kind to Harry. Though he voticadaver tumbled door. Because Dumbledore asked for it because he's growing weak, so he has to be a kedavra By the way, the, they actually only mentioned Avada Kedavra in book four. In the podcast that we listen to, they give many more spoilers, such spoil well, the, the whole book. All I have to say is, don't listen to Harry in the pot. Potters if you don't want the whole book series spoiled to you. Overall, I never listened to it. I think I will, like, around next week. I'm not sure. Okay, so... Okay, Potions Lesson took place down of the dungeons it was colder here than up in the main castle and would have been quite creepy enough without the pickled animals floating in clusters all around the wall that's just disgusting snape like flitwick started the class today by taking the roll call and like, like what even came from. Uh, everything. Oh, everything. Ah, yes, he said it softly. Harry Potter, our new celebrity. Gregor Malfoy and his friends, Crab, smelt with an... Instead of just Crab with C-R-A-B, it's just, he you add a B-E, and all snickered behind their hands paint finishing colors <laughs> names looked up at the class his eyes were black like Hagrid's, but they had none of Hagrid's warmth they were cold and empty and made you think of dark tunnels you are here to learn this told science and exact art of making he began real i feel like Snape is like evil when you read the first six books, especially the sixth book. Half-Blood Prince, when Harry found... It's out that he, that Snape is half-blood like... is a spoiler, but like Voldemort. And Voldemort is also Tom Riddle that you'll find out in the second book. And I'm pretty much just spoiling... A bit of the series for you. There's actually a lot of plot twists in the Deathly Hallows, though. Mm-hmm. Like Snape is the biggest plot twist of all. Anyways, an exact art of potion making. He began. spoken barely more than a whisper. But they caught every word, like Professor McGonagall's napad. The gift of seeking a class silent without it. As there is little foolish wand waving here, you will hardly believe that this is softly simmering cauldron magic. And I expect you will really understand the beauty of softly simmering cauldron with its simmering fumes. The delicate mind, ensuring the senses. I can teach you how to bottle fame, blue glory, and even stopper death. That's probably a typo. I think it's stop death, but it's a stopper death. If you aren't a big bunch of Thunderheads I usually have to teach. Oh, Silence all that little speech. I ran on. Exchanged looks with raised eyebrows. Manny Granger was the one on the edge of her seat, looked so desperate to start proving that she wasn't a dunderhead. Potter, Potter! Snape said suddenly. What would I get if I added powder root of an as asphodel to an infusion of wormwood? Powder, powder root. Root of what to an. Powdered root of what to an infusion of what? Harry glanced at um, but looked as stumped as he was. Hermione's hand shone to there. I don't know, sir, said Harry. Snape's lips curled into a sneer. T-t-t-t- fame clearly isn't everything. He ignored her at hermione's hand. Let's try again, Potter. Where would you look if I told you to find me a Bezor Bezor. Again, I'm probably getting these terms wrong. Oh, there's Sam and his. You know, around the chamber orchestra. Okay, I don't know so said Harry. Where can you find me at beez Hermione stretched her hand as high into the air as it would go without leaving her seat. But Harry didn't have the faintest idea what a bezoar was. tried not to look at Malfoy, Crab, and Coyle who were shaking with laughter. I don't, know, sir. Uh, I don't know, sir. I don't know, sir. I don't know, sir. I don't know, sir. Oh, I just can't. I'm going to work out my Harry voice. <laughs> yeah, but... I actually have to say, it takes you a while to say, Bezor So why would you know what it is? I <gasps> um, thought you couldn't open a book for coming, A eh, Harry forced himself to keep looking straight in the school, as he had looked through his books at the door, but he didn't expect to remember he found everything in 1,000 magical herbs and fungi. Snape was still ignoring you know, at Hermione's Like, yeah. What difference, Potter, between Monkshood and Wolfsbane? It says, Hermione stood up and her hand stretching towards the dungeon stealing. I don't know, said Harry quietly. I think Hermione does. Though so why don't you let her try her? A few people laughed. Harry caught Seamus' eye and Seamus flunked. Snape, however, was not pleased. Of course he is not. He means Harry. Yeah. Of course he is, is not pleased. If you ever watched one of the movies, Snape is one of those people who just, like, think of celebrities as just dumb, just as like these people that are equal to you, like you could have done, like you can do, but they were just favored over it because like they showed it first, they showed off it first. Okay, yeah, anyways. Snape really hates and wants everyone to think that he hates Aerie. Mm, Snape was done. Mm, a few people laughed. Snape, however, was not pleased. Sit down Sit down, he snapped at Your information, Potter as for and Woodworm, make his sleeping potion so powerful. It's known as the Trot of Living Death. Mm. Actually a Harry Potter quote from Dumbledore last words is I forget when they say this, but um he says sleeping is the nearest you can go to death. So the draught of living death is probably the closest that you can go to death. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add out this section. I'll be back in a moment. Hey, back. Um, I just need to do something. Okay. A beezer is a stone taken from the stomach of a goat and will save you most poisons. As for monks and wolfsmen, they are the same plant, which also goes by the name of Octob. But why aren't you all copying that down? There's a sun rumid drink quills and partron. Oh well, no, noise, Snape said. And a point will be taken from Griffinder House for your cheek potter. Honestly. That's just mean because like what does Harry ever do? Yeah. I think it's really unfair. Like, somewhere else, like, I can see that Snape just purposely wants to annoy people, like, take points for Gryffindor. I don't know whatever happened in his life that he hates Gryffindor, like, how Puff and Ravenclaw he's okay with. But he's not okay with any other house. He's okay with any other house besides Gryffindor. Open book coming in. Things didn't improve for Gryffindor. as the potion lesson continued. Snape put them all to pairs, something them mixing up simple potion to cure oil. Swept around in his long black cloak, watching them weigh dried nails and crush snake fangs. How can you crush snake fangs? Like you need a jackhammer for that. <sighs> Criticizing amongst everyone except Malfoy, who he seemed to like. He was just telling everyone. To look at the perfect way Malfoy had seen his horn fl- slugs when a cloud of acid green smoke and a loud hissing filled the dungeon. Neville had somehow managed to melt Seamus' cauldron into a twisted bar and their potion was sleeping across the floor burning golden people's shoes. Within seconds, the whole class was standing on their stools while Neville been to in the potion wall and collapsed, moaned in pain and as mud boils, sprang up all over his arms and legs. Idiot boy snarled Snape. I can never do a snarl. Idiot boy Idiot boy snarled the potion away with wave of his wand I suppose but as a porcupine quilt before taking the cauldron off the fire. Neville whimpered as the boil started to pop a bottle over his nose, take him to the hospital wing. Snape spat at Seamus. Then he rounded on Harry and Ron, who had been running next to Neville. All I have to say, really, is that what did Seamus ever do to Snape? <laughs> like, Harry he didn't answer questions correctly. Okay, I can kind of understand that. Like, Seamus, he didn't even raise his hand. Snape didn't ask any. It's just weird, like, he hates everyone in Gryffindor. Like, anyone in Gryffindor, he'll discourage. Like, he's the worst of the people in Gryffindor. I wouldn't want to be in Gryffindor and Hogwarts. Well, actually, now that you think about it, spoiler alert, he got, Snape got killed in Book 7. By Nagini, which then Neville accidentally... Dropped the Sword of Gryffindor on Nagini. That also killed her off. I think Harry used the Sword of Gryffindor to destroy Voldemort's last recux, which was on him. Mm -hmm. You Potter, why didn't you tell him not to add the quills? He thought he'd make you look good if he got it wrong, didn't he? You thought he'd make you good, look good if he got it wrong, did you? That's another point. You've lost for door This was so unfair. Harry he opened his mouth. heart Ron kicked him behind from behind the cauldron. Don't push it. Don't push it. He muttered. And it can turn very nasty as they climb. The steps out of the dungeon an hour later, I mean Mind is racing his spiritual low. He lost two points for Griffin during his very first week. Why did Snape hate him so much? That is I just explained but I'll explain again. Snape says that celebrities are just show-offs that anyone could do it. Oh, and Harry isn't the chosen one. It's just that his mother's love protected him. Honestly, the first few chapters were very boring until Harry went to Hogwarts. That's how I thought every time, because we have a limited time for podcasts to make it. And, like, for a while we weren't even making it because we were so caught up and stuff. So, uh, Anchor is is pretty good, I know that, but you still actually have to talk about, do your podcast recording, so, sometimes you just don't have time, so, it was a bit better when you actually read the book yourself, instead of, like, reading it on podcasts podcast, which you have limited time for it. Because you have to read it out loud, and you generally that means you have to read it slower. Anyways. Over his arms and legs. <laughs> they climbed up the step. Harry's mind was racing, and his first were low. He lost two points for Gryffindor, and his first week. And why did Snape hate him so much? i like to say so instead. Of adding that much. Because when you have that m- much, JK Rowling again kind of seems like pushover on that way. I do know what that means. Okay, and we Cheer up, said Ron. Snape's always taking points off Fred and George. Can I come and meet Hagrid with you? Cheer up, said Ron. Snape's always taking points from Fred and George. Can I? I'm going to meet Hagrid with you. Okay. So I want to take a break. Hagrid lived in a small wooden house at the edge of the Forbidden forest across the room. Galoshes were outside the front door. When Harry knocked, they heard a frantic scrambling. And inside full moving barks and Hagrid's voice rang out, saying, Back, bang, back. Hagrid's big, hairy face appeared in the work. Actually, the only thing that pokes out from Haggard's face is like his mm, weird. He's kind of a mustache bit. I'm not really sure. Hang on, he's a black thing. with some hands Hold up the collar and an enormous black boarhound. There's only one room inside hams and pheasants. You can eat pheasants? It doesn't sound very tasty. They're sampling some Christmas songs. Even though it's the middle of August. Actually, early August, now that I think of it. I don't know why Sam does <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, oh, it's a holiday. So. Like you suddenly remember, it's the middle of August. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hands and presents were hanging from the ceiling. The copper kettle, kettle was boiling on an open fire. In the corner stood a massive bed with a pat- with a patchwork quilt all over it. Make yourselves, make yourselves, make yourselves at home. Haggard said, thank you. Founded straight at Ron and started licking his ears. Also, dogs like your ears mostly because it's most accessible. And that's where your main yeah, hormones are. Like Hagrid's being clearly not as fierce as he looked yet. Yeah. Big dogs are always the gentlest, actually. This is Ron, Harry told Hagrid, who was pouring. This is Ron, said Harry... Told Hagrid, "Was pouring boiling water into a large teapot and putting rock cakes onto a plate." Another Weasley," said Hagrid, glancing at Ron's record. Uh "Glancing at Ron's freckle. I spent half of my life chasing the young twin brothers away from the forest. The rock cakes were shapeless lumps with raisins that almost broke their teeth." Harry and Ron pretend to be enjoying the mess. They told Hagrid about their first lesson. Fang rested his head on Harry's knee and drooled all over his robes. Ew. Like, man, Sam have a dog. And, like, it's not a very big dog. It's a medium dog. And, um, yeah, we have a dog, and she's a good dog, and you know that. But she's more dry, as I'd like to say. She will literally just won't rest her head and drool all over you. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tear up, said Ron, Snape's always... Her and Ron would like to hear uh, Hagrid called Fiddle, sh- that I'll get as far that I can misses Morris, so I'd like to, to think sometime, the, you know, time I might get up to the school, so she follows me everywhere, can't get rid of her, look for her up to it, I'm told, Harry told her about Snape's lessons, Hagrid like Ron told Harry about it, Snape liked hardly any of the students. But he seemed to really hate me, Wallace, said Hagrid. Why should he? Harry couldn't help himself thinking that Hagrid didn't quite meet his eyes when he said that. How's your brother Charlie? Harry asked for I liked him a lot. Great with the animals. Oh, I just can't do it for a long. This is why Sam reads. He's much better at British accents. It. I just can't do it. I can only do mock imitations. <sniffs> More imitations. <sniffs> yeah, it's going to be 13 minutes, and I just... I'll finish the page. Time to get up. Harry told Ron about. Harry told Hagrid that I should was a lot. Great, I liked him a lot. Great with me. Wondered if Hagrid changed the subject. Well, Ron told about. Um, Ron told Hagrid about Charlie's work with dragons. Picked up a piece of paper that was lying on the table under the tea cosy. Was cutting the Daily profit Gringotts breaking latest. Investigations continue into the break-in at Ringo's on the thirty-one July. Widely believed that work of Darwin. Um. Is this book was misprinted, Jake? The British use another system of time, but this is the most likely. Wizards say time incorrectly because it says. Thirty-one July instead of J- the July thirty-first. Anyways, widely believed to be the work of dark wizards or witches unknown. Ringwott's goblins today insist that nothing had been taken. The vault was searched and had been emptied the same day. We're not telling you what's in there, so keep your nose out if you know what's good for you said green gas books goblin afternoon new- that afternoon. No, this afternoon. Okay, so that's the end. Okay. Harry remembered Ron telling him on the train that's on had tried to rob green gas but Ron had the date. Hagrid said Harry. Green Rut spring and it happened on my birthday. It might have been I mean, while we were there. There was no doubt about it. Hagrid wait, didn't meet Harry's eyes this time grunted and offered another rock read the story again. The vault was searched and had something um, had in fact been emptied earlier that same day. Hagrid had emptied vault 713. If you call it empty and taking out the grubby little package and had, uh, had and what the thief are looking for? Harry walked. Sam, do you mind not kicking the blanket on the couch?
0: Okay. I don't understand why we have a blanket on the couch in the first place, Phil.
1: Oh come on. It's nice to have when you put your autumn on the Okay, it's good when you when we don't want to get Home and when we have to stay up late nights here. Well,
0: yeah, I mean it's a pull-out couch, so it's really just a. Bed. I
1: mean, it has an ottoman too, like. It
0: has an ottoman, but it's actually the other couch has an ottoman.
1: Uh, the well, this yeah. is, actually
0: the couch doesn't really pull out; you just sleep on
1: it. I mean, yeah, that's what you. Mean, yeah, that's what you really do. Yeah, folks. Um, I didn't tell you, but on weekend nights we'll sleep here too. Because we need to do the podcast.
0: We don't really sleep here. We kind of just go ahead. Like if we're recording up really late, we sometimes sleep here. Anyways, if you could please yeah. continue, Phil.
1: Well, we'll actually sleep when we'll actually sleep on the couches.
0: Yeah, but anyways, we own a well, house, can not Phil, continue continue, bar. Yeah.
1: Okay. He grunted it and offered him another rock cake. Oh, um, we're at sixty minutes, in. let's take. a uh, 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 well, uh, the vault, the, the surgeon had been rocket looking for, walked to the castle. Their pockets weighed down, the rocket saved it. None now the lessons he thought so far had given him much about tea with Haggard that had collected the packages in time, was it now? He didn't Haggard something you know about Snape and he didn't want to tell Harry? There's a few typos in this book. Okay, well, you
0: finished the
1: chapter. That's all good. That's all good. Okay, yeah, I'll do our finishing but Why are you using tarot cards for that?
0: You're right, I probably shouldn't. Give me the tarot cards back. Those are my tarot cards, Phil. Give me my tarot okay. cards back.
1: Oh, um, yeah, there was some power cards
0: uh, on the desk. Yeah, anyways, folks. Uh,
1: if we could just go ahead and do the ending
0: right now, Phil, and I'll cut to another mm-hmm. segment. Okay. Let's go ahead and just do the ending. Phil, you do the ending. Uh, okay. I'll thanks. be, I'll be, I will have to leave the recording studio.
1: Uh, no, you can be here for a second. No, I'm I'm just gonna leave, okay? Phil, you know the announcements the, yeah. The, after the yeah. after the. Yeah, yeah, you know all the announcements, folks. Yeah, it's like the push heart war stuff and yeah you know everything pretty much so the push heart war after we finish book one which we're actually pretty close to ending after book two we're reading the trumpet of the swan and after book three we're reading bambi and it's a straight shot series because then everything gets real cheesy and this is phil's choice um Phil's Choice, um, thing. Jokes, um. I have a joke for you. I have a pizza joke for you. I mean, I have a cheese joke for you. I can't tell it to you, because it's too cheesy. Okay, yeah, so, that's pretty much Phil's Choice, um, choice for... This is the ending segment of Phil's Choice. So, I just have to say... Bye, folks, and we will be done with Harry Potter soon. I'll just check what chapter. It says chapter 9, and there's about, like, 16 chapters in the books. We got a pretty good portion of the book done. But, again, bye, folks a good day, or good night, or good afternoon, or good morning, whatever you'd like, but I just have to say goodbye, and listen to our next episode, which will be something new, the Midnight Duel, it's, yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but bye!